Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hypopolyglot, a podcast dedicated to helping everyone learn languages. I'm your host, Thad Schmenk, and I'm glad that you're listening in. Unfortunately, many students begin their language journeys with definitions of grammatical subjects that are very misleading, and as a result, they struggle. So in today's episode, I thought I would share a few of the most common flawed definitions of subjects with you so you can avoid them and the frustration they bring along with them. So stick around. The first faulty definition that I would like to share today is perhaps the most common one that I hear, and this is, the subject is the main topic of the sentence. Now, while this definition sounds great, it's actually very problematic. This inaccurate definition seems to confuse a grammatical subject with a more textbook or general definition of a subject. Grammatically, the subject is typically the person, place, or thing that is performing the action of the sentence, whereas a more general definition of a subject is the person, place, or thing that is the topic or the focus of the discussion or a participant's attention. Like when you say something such as, well, I think we've thoroughly covered the subject of why it's important to follow your taxes. Now, while the grammatical and the general definition of a subject may not sound all that different at first, there's an important, subtle difference that is extremely critical for learning a language. When you're learning a language, the grammatical subject is always going to be the doer of the verb, whether that verb shows action or whether that verb links. And the grammatical subject will always be the doer of the verb, regardless of whether or not the context of the sentence or the broader discussion make the grammatical subject the main topic as well. But as you can imagine, as students of language, we need to have a working definition that will always point just to the grammatical subject. So even though the definition of a grammatical subject and the general definition of a subject can sometimes lead you to the same person, place, or thing coincidentally, as a language learner, you want a definition that will lead you to the grammatical subject of a sentence every time. So if your working definition of a subject is, the subject is the main topic of a sentence, get rid of it. Next on the chopping block is another very popular, yet equally misleading definition of a subject. The subject is what the sentence is about. And to better understand why this is not a good working definition, I think it's maybe best to take a look at an example sentence first. Let's use the sentence, the grandson bought his loving grandmother a very large bouquet of beautiful flowers from an upscale florist for her 100th birthday. Now, if we apply this definition, the subject is what the sentence is about. Well, it could be argued that this sentence was about the grandmother. After all, she's getting the flowers, it's her birthday, or somebody could make the argument that we were talking about the flowers as we described them as beautiful and coming from an upscale florist. Or maybe this sentence was just all about her birthday, when in reality, the grammatical subject of this sentence is actually the grandson, as he is the one who performs the action of the verb. My point here is that this flawed definition, once again, leaves a lot up to interpretation, as this definition points you to just about everything but the actual grammatical subject of the sentence. And again, as language learners, we want a simple definition that will clearly lead us to the subject. So throw this one away as well. Which brings us to the last most popular misleading definition for today. The subject is a person or thing that is being described. Now I have to give this definition at least some credit, 
as subjects can be described via linking verbs. Take, for example, my roommate is a good doctor. In this sentence, the roommate is the grammatical subject of the sentence as the subject roommate is being described as a very good doctor via the linking verb is. So in this case, the definition holds up. However, this definition is still very incomplete as the large majority of sentences in daily life do not include linking verbs. Rather, in most sentences, the subjects perform an action, as in the sentences, the doctor saved the child's life, or the doctor will see many patients today, or the doctor is running a bit behind. In these sentences, the doctor is the doer. So this definition is only partially complete. Plus, there's another problem with this definition. And to illustrate it, let's go back to the example sentence we used earlier. The grandson bought his loving grandmother a very large bouquet of beautiful flowers from an upscale florist for her 100th birthday. Now, if we were to use the definition that states the subject is a person or thing that is being described, well, we would have a bit of a dilemma. Because there are several things in this sentence that are being described. The bouquet of flowers was described as large and beautiful. The grandmother was described as loving and the florist was described as upscale. So this definition would have potentially pointed you to everything but the actual subject, the grandson, as he was the one doing the action of the verb. So as you can see, this definition needs to be abandoned as well. Now, I do promise that in a future episode, I will share a good working definition of a subject. It's just that sometimes you can learn a lot more about what something is by first learning what it isn't which is what I hope that we've accomplished here today. So I think that wraps things up for today. Until next time, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at thehypopolyglot at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And in the meantime, get out there and start chipping away at your next language. This is The Hypopolyglot. <laughs>